All right. Happy Monday evening to you. This is Gijs Minderhout, located in Northern California. A one-hour show presented to you by Winfrey. This is the Monday wildcard. Let's see what is going to happen. Today it is July 18, 2022. And as usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. And um, if anyone else has called in and you want to announce yourself, feel free to do so. Thank you for being here. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Ken. And so we wait for Winfrey to present himself and then we know what will be happening. Happy Monday. And right after this one-hour show, we will go over to a different conference call phone dial-in number, which is for our daily Whole Planet Healing conference call. And BBS will call into that conference call as well and broadcast it on this station from BBS. So after the hour, if you're interested in more, hang in there for a moment, and we'll switch to the other phone line. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Feel free to say the name and location. Hi, hi. This is Bonnie in California. Good evening, Bonnie. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. All right. And Terry Brown will still be taken care of in the hospital in Cotchdale, Arizona. And Wynn will most likely be with her still. So we will get an update here shortly, I hope. Happy Monday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say a name and location. Roger in Austin. Good evening, Roger. Welcome. David Hayes. Thank you. All right. Thank you for being here. Hello, Hayes. I want to mention, it's Ken from Mississauga. I just want to mention when anybody listening who donates to win uh, GoFundMe, I, um, I mentioned to win a while back. I donate on the main page on the spiritchannel.net. And he says that they don't pay, take a high commission. Like uh, It goes right to PayPal. Instead of 10%, it's like 2 or 3%. So anybody listening, if they want to donate, go to the spiritchannel.net and hit donate for charity. And uh, I've been doing it that way. And he says, yes, it's less fees, and they still get the money. So And, uh, and the, just, the other like, thing is when you when you go to the GoFundMe page, you know, it, okay. will, it will go fund me. It's going to keep like, what's it? Yeah. Quite a bit more money. It takes a higher percentage. But you so I've been donating. It. I've been de- I've been like donating with the regular page, and I asked him about that, and he said yes, it's less fees. He gets the money. I asked. I guess it was a month back. I mentioned. So anybody wants to donate, 
donate right on the main spiritchannel.net. We had someone else join in. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Happy Sunday. Happy Monday. Welcome. Please say name and location. Hi, hi. Cecil from the Great Northwest. Hi, Cecil. Welcome. Welcome, Cecil. Cecil. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And if you just joined in online through PBS radio, then we welcome you. And we'll be starting up here shortly as we wait for Win to show up. And as I mentioned earlier, Whole Planet Healing, which is our daily gathering online, will be happening right after this hour and be broadcast through BBS on this station. We gather daily with a bunch of us, whoever wants to, and go through our points of meditating, you can call it praying, whatever you want to call it. It's a group intention that we co-create and put issues into the love life on a global level, particularly earthquakes and volcanoes and, and the possibilities in the future of those we around the belly and light, support Mother Earth and humanity. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Hey, it's just Bonnie calling back in. Welcome back, Bonnie. Thank you. When should be on the call in a moment? Good. Happy Monday. Welcome. Please say your name and location. It's when in... Where am I? Scottsdale. Scottsdale. All right. Happy evening, Wynn. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. Are we on BBS? Yes, we are for a while already. Hello, everybody on BBS. This is Winfrey, and welcome to our Monday Night Wild Card. We're going to start in just a moment. And welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. John Dolan Springs. 
Good evening, Joe. Hi, Joe. Welcome. Hi. How are how are the springs in Dolan Springs? Dry. <laughs> Dry, I Right. We need water. I have mm-hmm. water. I have a well. So, okay. you know, is, I'm, I'm is closer to Lake Mead. Lake Mead is, you know, about better. Mm-hmm. So, everybody needs rain. Yes. I wonder how Terry's doing today. We'll find out in a moment, I think. Yeah. Let's hope she's much better. Good evening and welcome to the conference call for name and location. I am dialing in again. I hung up by accident. Welcome, Ken Beck. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and the next caller, happy birthday. Welcome. Appreciate name and location. This is Gretchen calling from Mesa. Hello, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. I love your chili voice. I did almost forget tonight. I... <laughs> All right. And for those that just on, joined in online, happy Monday to you. Thank you for being here. And the whole planet healing will be on right after this show. And so, yeah, if you're listening on BBS, please hang in there if you wanna if you wanna participate with that. It's uh, it's a very what shall I say? It, it's uplifting for me. It's a, uh, it's great to gather daily and uh, to be of service for the highest, highest and greatest good of all. I think it's, it's another. You know, in a world that's going crazy, in a world that's going crazy, our call, the 7 o'clock call, is like a point of stability, okay? It's like, uh, for me... Can you get close to, the, you get close to the microphone, Win? Mm-hmm, yeah. Now, this is the phone that you said... And this, is the, this is my new headset that you said sounded. Is this better now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a lot better now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Believe it or not, hang on a second. Let me get in position here. This is like a $5 big lots phone. There's a big lots 
if you don't know what it is, it's like, hang on a second. It's kind of like a uh, deluxe 99 cent store. Okay. <laughs> it's more expensive uh, than nine. Big lots. I love big lots. Oh, you love big. That, that's Judy, right? No, no, no. It's Gretchen and Mesa. Gretchen. Big lots all over the country. When I lived in Michigan, they had it, but they called it odd lots. Now it's called Big Lot, but I love it. It's a great story. Super fun. You know, you know when it when it. I think it started in Los Angeles. I think so. And it was originally called Pick and Save. <laughs> oh my God! I remember Pick and Save. Yep. You do. I, I lived in Portland, Oregon. Oh, they had a they had a pick and save in Portland, Oregon too. Yeah, Piggly Wiggly, right? No, not Piggly Wiggly. Oh, pick not- and save. Oh man, it's not that on the family. No, it, it it was kind of like it's like big lots, but mm-hmm. at the time there were like just two or three of them in Los Angeles. And hi, hi there. And I think it was before there were ninety-nine cent stores, even. Okay, so and then when Big Lots took it over, uh, they started expanding all over the place. You know, they had a formula, and once you have a formula. If you can figure out how to have the resources, you can expand it. And because it'll keep working, you can't, it's very hard. You know, people don't understand this about business. But when you do something new, you don't think about making it real big. Even if you have the money to do it, you have to test it small. You have to make sure you can make a small thing successful. And you have to make sure that everything you have, you know how to price it, and you know what sells. And then once you figure those things out, you know, that's how uh, all these fast food restaurants started. Somebody came up with a simple formula and started it out at one place with um, uh, uh, you know Amber. a certain no, menu a certain menu and a certain pricing and, and if it worked then it had worked in a thousand places. Mm-hmm. So, and then you have to figure out how to have a business structure to do that and management to do it. But if you can figure that out, you can make a successful company. Okay? 
Now, you know, you know what I, I think I'm going to do? I just spoke to Terry, and I did something different today. And I checked in. There's a little uh, hotel up the, right up the block from the hospital. And I checked into it this afternoon, and I called up Terry, and I said, do you want me to come back? to the hospital to do the calls there? Or do you want me to come back after the calls and we'll hang out a little bit? And she said, come back after the calls. So um, maybe I'll call her and conference her in. And she said that she would like that, okay? So, uh, hi, Keep everybody entertained for another minute, and I'll be back with Terry, okay? Sounds and, good, uh, Wim. All right. Well, how do I keep you entertained? <laughs> Is there anyone that has a question about anything? Excellent. Nobody oh, has questions. Excellent. <laughs> What's your question? <laughs> I would. Uh, my question is, how does uh, Wynn have an email? Yes, he does. He has several emails. Have you ever received an email from Wynn? No. Okay. But you do have an email account yourself? Yes. All right. You can email him to Winfrey. You know how to spell his name? Yes. At yahoo.com. At, at what? Yahoo. 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 W. Yes. <laughs> W-A-Y-O-O? No, H-O-O? It's, Yahoo is, starts with a Y. Y. A. H-O-O? Correct. Okay. So, uh, at, at, wait a minute now. Okay, winfree at yahoo.com? Right, right. Okay. Thank you for mentioning that. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. So, and for others, if you want to email Win and you do receive emails from him, you can just respond to any of his emails as he will check on it. Uh, wait a minute. I, I'm sorry. I didn't understand any of that. To to respond back to him. No, no. no. So if, if for others, for, would be for you as well, but you're not subscribed to his list apparently. But many of us, oh. most of us, do receive emails wanna... from Wynn. You know, now and then. Oh. So if you're one of those yeah. people that receives emails, you can just respond to one of those emails. Oh, okay. If you want to contact Yeah, because him. I'm not. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't right. know even about right. it. So, yeah, I would like to. And, and, and I want to mention to everyone, if you're uh, interested, on um, the main website, which is intelligent-infinity.com, you have at the very bottom, if you scroll down, you have the option 
to sign up for what is called message a day. And oh, you I think I got that. Right. Then yes, you I, I got uh, that yesterday, I think. I got one. All right, all right. For the first so, time. Okay. So, uh, it, it, you know, if you're new to this particularly, I mean, myself, that's how I got involved with this. And uh, I was, you know, I got, it caught me. And uh, that's, that's how I've gotten here through Message Today. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> just for your information, uh, my wife Betty is still hanging in there. My goodness. Yes, can't believe it. If she just didn't have pain, you know. If they just didn't have to go through the pain. Yeah. So we're giving her pain pills about every four hours and anxiety yeah, pills. Probably, yeah. Do the pain pills actually seem to work? I don't know. How could I tell? She can't yeah. tell me anything. Oh. She can't. Okay. She sang me songs this morning. Oh. Just jibber jabber uh, put to yeah. the music. <laughs> oh, that's good though. That's good. Yeah, I was singing her some songs too. So that's even better. <laughs> no, it's both equally. Cecil, Cecil. Yes, Cecil. Did you ever did you ever suggest to her and say, "Hey, why don't we get married?" Oh no. <laughs> she's, she's already married to a guy named Cecil but he never comes around and never called she doesn't know what happened to him uh, that's, what she uh, that's what she thinks right yeah she doesn't know if he sold a oh. house or got remarried or what happened oh no oh. yeah that's, that's been going right. on for six I, years I, Hi, I'm back, but I don't. I don't have Terry. She, she didn't answer the phone. Okay. So I'll get her on for whole planet healing. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. I think we can start. Okay. So you want to close the mics and start the recording? Yes, please. All right. Hold on a second. So muted. July 18. Here we go. The recording has started. This is July 18, 2022. When in Scottsdale, Arizona, everybody everywhere. And this is a Monday night wildcard night. And um, don't let the name uh, make you think that it's not an important call. Because oftentimes we do replays and we have some really epic calls that I don't even know if we could ever do one that good or that interesting anymore. You know, the thing about our calls is there's, there's an epic aspect about it. And, you know, it's so big that it's hard to put it into words how big it is. And um, when somebody comes on to the call for the first time, 
And even for, it can be more than the first time, they will tend to put it in their box. Like, oh, I get it, this is this, or this is that. Except, once you try to put it in a box, you'll miss it. The way to deal with it is to be neutral, listen to the stories, and if you're intrigued, keep coming back. Um, and you don't have to believe. I mean, I can tell you things. I can say that we have been in communication, verbal communication, with a group soul that doesn't have bodies. Now, let me just say, they say they don't. Since we can't see them, we have to decide if you believe what they say. At least that's how I approached it. And they don't have bodies. They're like energy units. They can expand as big as a galaxy or as small as an atom. So they say they are able to expand into the space of each person who's on the call if they're open to it. And I think that's what gets people hooked. Because when you're on the call and you feel an energy come through your body, it's not me. I can't do that. But they kind of use me as a way to get themselves to touch other people. Now, why does this group soul want to touch people? What's their agenda? What's their angle? Everybody has an angle. And, you know, I had to figure it out over a period of time. You know, when you first meet somebody, no matter what they say about themselves, you may not be able to draw an accurate opinion about them. And when you know somebody for a few months or a few years, you really get to know them, and you're probably going to draw the correct conclusion. But when you meet, first meet somebody, it's very easy to get tricked or, or, you know, people have a way they want to be seen. They have an image they want to project. And if you respond to that aspect of a person, you may never get to experience their essence. So, and it's the same thing with our sources, the Elohim. It's like, uh, they don't have an image they want to project, they can say that. They're not trying to create an, a, an, a projected image and have us believe it, okay? But, um, I mean, Elohim was one of the words for God in the Old Testament. And the word the Mormons use for God. And a number of spiritual people have different ideas about the Elohim, that they created the universe. They tell us they created the universe. I mean, can you imagine the enormity of that and how hard it is? to assimilate 
that we're actually talking to a source that they actually have created the universe. And I didn't know how to relate to that at first. I really didn't. I said, how do you talk to that? What can they offer me? And it had to unfold. And the way it unfolds is you keep coming back and asking them more questions. And you refine the answers more and more. And before you know it, you probably will have it nailed. And of course, we've been talking to them through my partner, Terry Brown. And Terry Brown, they've talked about Terry's past. And I have known Terry for a long time. And I integrated what they said about Terry in the manner in which I knew her. And I will tell you, when I first met Terry, I thought she was a space cadet. I thought she was somewhere else. And I maybe even thought she was crazy. But there was something very sweet and also very um, innocent with no guile and really caring about people. And sometimes it seemed to me she cared about the wrong people. And in fact, I know she has. And she's gotten in trouble because she had the idea that if she could be loving enough, she could help anybody. The problem is she didn't take into consideration that there's a number of people out there, if you treat them that way, they think this is someone I can take advantage of. And um, loving them and being there for them just opens yourself up to being taken advantage of. And I'm sure many of you have had that experience. And I know, you know, in, in my life I've had various relationships. And I would always see people in the most loving way. And I used to think, I used to think, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you love them enough, they would grow and they would become the love you saw in them. And I found out that was not necessarily true. In fact, everybody has their deep-seated traumas their issues. I shouldn't say everybody, but most people. And everybody has to go through those things. And even 
the fact that we're connecting to the Elohim, even though the Elohim has proven their ability to help us in different ways. How do they help us? They create energy around us that draws synchronicities, that draws us into experiences that would be good and for us. And, and they do it without any expectation of anything back. And observing it for, now, you know, this is, this is not a new thing. We've been doing this for 20 years. And I went through all kinds of stuff. For example, when I was with Daphne, and Daphne was having negative attacks, and she would wake up in the night screaming, and, um, and I was trying to figure out that if we were talking to the Elohim, why was she going through that? Why didn't they protect her? And I couldn't understand it. And I had a, it was like I was learning. I had to learn how this works. You know, it's, it's one of the reasons early on I went back and forth between Terry and Daphne because even though they were both channeling the same source, they came at it from different angles. And probably most of you have heard Daphne at this point. Um, we played some of her sessions. And Daphne is very aloof, aristocratic, extremely precise, articulate, and Terry has, doesn't have those qualities normally as strongly as Baffin does. But Terry goes very deep, very innocent, and, you know, I think Terry might express the nature of the Elohim better than Daphne does. Maybe. At least better than Daphne did. If Daphne ever came back and started channeling again, it would probably be a different experience. Because she's gone through a lot of experience from the time she stopped doing it. And, uh, and she's observed at a distance, what I've been doing, and and she can feel energy, and she tries to reconcile what she feels because when she first separated herself, she started thinking things like, "Well, maybe this isn't good." You know, Carla Rucker has got arthritis, and if you channel, you're going to get arthritis. And Terry has got what she has going on. 
and and maybe channeling puts you through this kind of stuff. And and then there was not a time that she was not with me that she was not going through panic attacks um, and and waking up in the middle of the night. And uh, I mean, I had to self evaluate myself because I was thinking maybe I'm doing that. Maybe there's part of me that's doing it. And she was thinking that. And uh, I had to really take myself apart and look at the fine points and keep observing until I could figure out why that was happening. And I think I did figure it out. And and um, it has to do with um, a person's track in the past. And I approached talking to the Elohim like it was a huge blessing and service to people. And I had to figure out how to create that service. I didn't know how. And, you know, we're kind of doing it now. And there's still more that I have to do. Because I have to get it out into the world in a bigger way. And I didn't know how to do that. And I think I do now. And I think, you know, now it's just a matter of having the time and the focus to do it. And, of course, right at this moment, Terry is in a hospital. And and um, she's, you know, uh, not completely present. She's still, still dealing with what it is. And I'm still not sure they know what's caused all of this. Um, but they're, they're doing things at this hospital that they weren't doing at the hospital in Cottonwood. And for those of you who have been paying attention for the past few weeks or the past month, you would remember that Terry was coughing all the time on the, on the calls. And she had a chronic cough. And then her energy was going down. And and I didn't know what, what was the reason or what to do. It was not down enough to ring alarm bells, but it was down enough that I had to pay attention to it. And so I was taking oxygen readings. You know, there's that little gadget. It snaps on the end of your finger, and it sends an infrared beam through your finger and measures the oxygen concentration in your blood. And it's, it's like if it's 
you have the right amount of oxygen. If it goes to 90, it's, it's getting low, but it's not dangerous. In Terry's case, it was 83. And when I looked up the, what the reading 83 meant, it said it was dangerous and that there wasn't enough oxygen that you could be harming your organs. And her energy was extremely low when that was happening. And that's when I took her to emergency in Sedona, and they took her to Verde Valley Hospital. And the Verde Valley Hospital is like, it's big in terms of space, it looks modern, but it's still a smaller community hospital. And I was noticing that I'm not sure they knew what they were doing. They didn't know what was wrong with her. But they did find, and I forget the name for it, they had, she had fluid in her lung cavity, not in the lung, but in the space between the lung and the rib cage. And it was the right lung, and it was obstructing the lung from taking a full breath. And that's why her oxygen was low. And so they drained the fluid, and then it came back, and they drained it again. And then they put a plug in her chest so they could drain it easily every so often or every couple of weeks until it started to build up. And they were trying to figure out why it built up. And somebody was thinking it was pneumonia. This was in this Cottonwood Hospital. And someone else was thinking her, 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 her cancer was coming up again. And, but they didn't get a definitive answer. And they released her from the hospital. And she still was not, she was nowhere near well. And they released her to a rehab home where she spent another six days. And uh, they released her. And she still wasn't well. And I was facing a huge dilemma. What do I do now? Does she have cancer? Does she have pneumonia? And, you know, she was very weak. And you guys on these calls have been tracking it. You've been watching it. And... I had to do something because she wasn't well and she was back from 12 days in a hospital in a rehab home. And I said, if I don't, if I don't make the right decision, 
she might die. And that was an incredibly difficult place to be in. So I started running through decisions. I called Kimberly Meredith, and she did a little session with Terry. I called up a cancer clinic, even though I'm not sure she has cancer. There's some woman in in San Diego, not San Diego, Phoenix area, who I had studied before. Her name, her name was, uh, hang on a second, uh, Colleen Huber. She had an alternative cancer clinic. And she was claiming a 90% success rate. And I could have taken Terry there, and it would have cost $18,000 for six weeks of treatment, plus we'd have to stay somewhere and eat and everything. So $18,000 plus those costs. And I thought I could raise it if I was sure it would work, but I wasn't. And but if it didn't work, what am I going to do now? So I kept spinning my wheels, and I contacted the doctor in Scottsdale who worked with her on her cancer last time. And Terry really liked him. And we gave him major credit for getting her better. And Terry and I are both fairly uh, alternative all of our lives. And this was a cancer doctor, an allopathic doctor, and he was going to use chemo on Terry. And he told me that the chemo for lymphoma is the least invasive of all chemos and, uh, and, and very successful. And Terry and I liked him enough and he didn't, he didn't, you know, he wasn't, he had a really good demeanor for a doctor. He never talked down or, you know, poo-pooed all our alternative ideas. And, and, and Terry was not well. And, 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 and I mean, really not well. Like, it looked like she could die any day. And so I, we both approved, not me, we both approved for her to get those chemo treatments. And, um, and it worked. And, uh, and she also had pneumonia at the time. And there was a doctor who is called an infectious disease doctor. And he got rid of her pneumonia. And she was checked into Shea Hospital. Um, and that's where Dr. Curley, 
the oncologist had his residency. So when we were up against the wall this time, and she had finished her 12 days of treatment at the little hospital in Cottonwood and the rehab home. And you guys have heard me coming on the phone from all those places. And uh, and she still, I mean, she didn't look like she was any better than when I took her to the hospital. And that's when I called Dr. Curley. And I said, how do I get you to treat Terry and look at her? And he said, bring her to emergency and I'll leave them a note that to check her in and I'll take care of her. Now, you know, I'm learning the angles of how to work with the medical system. And I also learned that a small hospital, if you have something that's complicated, is not a good I'm not saying there's not any small hospitals that are not good, but you have to be careful because they don't attract as talented people, at least the one I went to, and I knew they weren't talented and they were going through the ropes. And at the point they released her, she wasn't better. And they didn't even have a diagnosis for why this fluid was accumulating in her lungs. And and I was asking myself, and I've heard people talk about this, the hospital just said, take her home, she's going to die, and there's nothing we can do about it. And I've heard quite a few stories of hospitals that have said that, and people then found something alternative to fix them. And... I, I'm running through all of this stuff in my mind trying to make a good decision, realizing Terry's life is in my hands and I, I can't just give up my power to the next doctor that sounds like he's an expert, you know? I mean, even you might guys might have recalled there was a point where Dr. Ying was in Sedona, and he called me, and he, Raiden told him that Terry was not in good shape, and he said, come see us, and William, who's a psychic surgeon, and I will treat Terry, right? And I brought her there, and, and they both did something on her and it didn't seem to have any impact and, and and they wanted me to see him again and again and I said I'm open to seeing him but I don't know if it's the best choice I don't have any indications that what he's doing is working so that's when uh, about seven days ago I was like a uh, uh, what's the word? <laughs> felt like a uh, a pirate, <laughs> and I loaded Terry into the car 
Raiden came over and we had to lift her into the car and drive her to Phoenix to this hospital so Dr. Curley would see her. And I think, I'm not saying she's better yet, but she's better than she was when we took her down there. They're monitoring it. And Dr. Curley is a really good doctor. And um, we'll see what happens next, you know. It's kind of like I just have to steer this and keep steering it. And I have to believe she's going to get better. And if she doesn't, I'll have to deal with that. But I know the Elohim are working with her. And I discovered something, and that was that I remembered the thing with my sister, where we had to tell jokes to my sister so they could do the healing, all right? And I didn't try that with Terry because I didn't think it would work. But I did try, I did, um, I would rub her feet. And when I was rubbing her feet, I could feel the energy move all the way up into her higher chakras. I could feel it. It was like I was riding the energy to feel it. And then I would hold her hand and I could feel the energy move into her body. And I had the idea that maybe this was creating the energy that could allow the Elohim to come in and do some of their magic. And we fit in a little channeling. And I asked that question. And they agreed. Okay? So, I go over to the hospital now and I hold her hand and I pray and I feel the energy come in. I squeeze her feet. Um, I They make very good food and I order food for her and she takes just a few bites. She won't eat very much. And you know, I realize just because we have the Elohim and just because we have miracles, and I say this for everybody, we all have to work our own lives and master how we do it. We don't all have the same potential, but we all have more potential than we access normally and it's like surfacing your traumas and working with the Elohim and the Ra groups is not a panacea to fix everything in fact it's more likely to stimulate everything for you to bring it up and work on it rather than think that everything is okay because you're, you've got the Elohim on your side. 
And you know, it's exactly the reason we do whole planet healing. Because they've proven that they can add their energy to things and they can, and we have sometimes miracles happen, but you can never predict a miracle and you can never assume it. And um, whole planet healing is a way to bring in the anchoring energy so the Elohim can come into the space and do some of their miraculous kind of stuff because oftentimes we have miracles. But we don't expect, I don't, I don't expect miracles. I don't not expect them. I just do whatever I can to create the circumstances for miracles. And if you stay on this BBS line, you're going to go right into whole planet healing with us. And we're going to be reading, Bonnie is going to be reading a little excerpt from one of our conversations with us. And uh, we have little sections to the call. And I hope they'll hang in. And let, let it wash over you and see if you experience this energy that so many people talk about when they're when they've come to our calls for a while. And I promise you that we are not a cult. This is all established itself very spontaneously. And our whole point of healing call starts in seven minutes officially. But you can hear people check into it. And I don't do that call by myself. When we first started, I thought I was supposed to do it myself. But there's people who have studied our work who have volunteered to do different sections of the call. So just on that note, I'm going to open the lines. We'll say goodbye to everybody. And then go on whole point of healing. And I'll, I'll see if I can get Terry on the line for that. And here we go. Unmuted. Unmuted. Thank you from Seattle. Thank you, Cecil. Bless you. And Anyone have anything they want to say before I close the call? Thank you, Ben. Okay. We'll see you in a moment. Give Terry our love. Well, hopefully I'll get her on the call, okay? Thank you. Muted. This session is no longer being recorded.
welcome to everybody on BBS, the whole planet healing. Welcome to whole planet healing. Do you like to say your name and location? Darmananda. Hi, Darmananda. Hi, Darmananda. Welcome Hello, to whole planet healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hey there, it's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Hi guys. I hear a lot of static. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. It's Jennifer from Greensburg. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> hi, everyone. Hi, hi. I was going to say hi, Jennifer, because I recognize your ahem. <clears throat> My ahem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's it. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, Antonio. Yes, it's Kathleen in Bloomfield, Vermont. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hi, Welcome feeling? to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. Betty's still hanging in there. Oh, bless her heart. Yeah, I believe it. She's still there. Isn't it something how long they can hang? Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I know. They're just keeping her comfortable. She's probably not taking anything in, is she? No. No. Just enough to take her pills with. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Joan, Dolan Spring. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, everybody. You know, Cecil, they say that your hearing is the last to go. Maybe you should have a little talk with her and tell her that uh, it's okay. I've told no. her that many times now. Um, she doesn't. And, the, doesn't and all the family has, has released her. Mm -hmm. And uh, both Joy and Edna, Edna has uh, had sessions with her, and uh -huh. we cleared everything that needs to be cleared. And the only thing holding her back right now is her uh, desire to stay with me. Oh, that's love. <laughs> Bless her heart. I know, poor little thing. Hey, precious. Mm -hmm. Well. This is just something that she has to decide when it's her time, I guess. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Sure. This is Mesa in Gretchen. Hi, <laughs> Mesa. Hi, Gretchen. <laughs> Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sounds like you got a little dyslexia there. <laughs> a little bit. What, what, what? A good one. Bada boom. <laughs> Bada boom or a wah, wah, wah. 
I have a little dyslexia myself. I, I tell people I'm 68. They don't believe me. They say you can't be over 62. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's a nice compliment. Wow. <laughs> It is almost time to start, and uh, everybody's here, except for Wen and Terry. Right. Yeah, Wynn was trying to uh, conference her in on his line, but he can't get a hold of her. Oh. Hi, Dad. Hi, Jilly. Hi, Jill. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Jill. That's, that's my sister from another mister. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Scott from Pennsylvania. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. Welcome. All right, five. so let us get going. Muted. Hello, hi. Here we go. The recording has started. Hello, everyone. Today is Monday, July 18 of 2022. I'm Jackie from Julian, California. Welcome to the Whole Planet Healing Conference Call. And thank you all so much for joining us. And, of course, we have a special appreciation for our Monday and Wednesday calls because we get to share this call with our BBS radio listeners. Now, if you are new to this work, I'll briefly review how the whole, well, all of the conference calls began over 15 years ago and evolved from an experiment that Winfrey initiated with the encouragement of positive interdimensional beings who have contacted him some 20 years ago. And these energy beings have formed an interdimensional partnership that continues to this day utilizing the communication skills of Wynn's partner, Terry Brown. Now, what makes the whole planet healing call unique among the conference calls is due to the involvement of these sources uh, that you probably heard in the previous hour when was uh, talking about his experience. And these sources have indicated that they are paying attention to each and every one of us on this call, addressing our personal requests and concerns, as well as adding their energy to our group intentions and requests for healing, primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us. And of course, always keeping in mind that the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be considered. So now let's officially begin this call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. 
Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in a flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present we're open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, Win and Terry, uh, Winfrey and Terry Brown, um, usually join us on this call every single night. And, um, they take this, uh, segment of the call to, uh, just share whatever their latest thoughts are, what's going on, update us on anything they'd like us to know about. So let's check in with Winfrey right now and see if he's available to talk. Win? I'm here. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. And I still don't have I still don't have Terry on the line. And uh, now I have the nurses going in. They said we'll get her. Call her back in five minutes. But um, I'm going to drive down there and. Uh, I'm going to call her back, and if I don't get her, I'll drive down and I'll walk in the room. So, um, for those that don't know, Terry's in the hospital, and I'm off the block right now. And um, all I can tell you, if you're listening, especially if you're new, don't think you understand what's going on immediately, because it is too incredible to even believe it's possible that we have made connections with these two group souls in the highest dimensions of the universe. We've had thousands of conversations with them. And they have proven not only do they have this Phenomenal understanding of how everything works in the universe. But they have the ability to flow their energy into any point in the universe where their presence is in question. And that was very hard to believe until probably a couple of years into this conversation 
that it became patently obvious that that was true. We had too many experiences, you know, pictures with colors in them, people seeing auras in a room where I was giving the talk, people getting healings, synchronicities. So they're on this call right now. And if all that sounds appealing to you, don't believe what I said. Don't come to the call because you believe it. Come to the call because you're curious and see if you can have that kind of experience. Because if you do, you will thank me and thank us for the rest of your life. That's all I can say. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Wynn. And I'd just like to add to anybody who might be new, um, we really encourage everyone to visit the spiritchannel.net. Uh, if, if your interest has been piqued, <laughs> you can catch up with the last 20 years and um, tap into the archives where there is a couple thousand uh, channeled messages and you can access this wealth of information and um, have the advantages we all have who have been paying attention to this work. Now, um, not everybody uh, can schedule that much time on the Spirit Channel, unfortunately. However, on this call, we have Bonnie from Corona, California. She's familiar with these channeled messages and we have the benefit of hearing one of these messages or something from a compatible resource read for us every evening. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us tonight? Hi, thank you. Well, I found a really beautiful uh, channeled message. Uh, of course, it came, I found it on the spiritchannel.net, and this took place on June 12, 2011, and this was a Sunday uh, grid healing call. And after wind calls in the light, then we have a greeting from Ra on through Terry Brown. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. In these times we're in, life on your planet for some is more difficult. We form a band of loving energy and safety for each and every one of you. And we connect to those who seek connection and who have asked. We see what you've asked for to be integrated and for negativity to be dissolved and healing brought to your soul matrix connections. We take a moment as we connect and bring in the dolphins and whales as they are of a higher nature and can experience the higher energies and love. The dolphins and whales as a group of the energies when we do these connections harmonize with our group intention for healing for the planet for the children 
for the teachers, for the individuals who are in any way having a hard time coping in 3D through health, financial deprivation, or through distribution problems in the area of food with the ability to purchase adequate food or through interferences based upon individuals making and distributing organic foods to sustain life to the highest degree. We are here with you. You are not alone. There's assistance available. And when you ask for assistance, it's heard. We are there. We are aware of your requests of transformation of heart and other negative programs that bring imbalance in your sphere. This sphere has its own correction, but when put in harp to change the weather and change the configuration of energy on the higher atmosphere, there are adjustments Earth makes that are not considered within the long-range plans of individuals. They only consider short-term immediate effects. They don't take into account the other effects. We do not see these programs lasting forever, and we thank you for pointing out what you've seen. These problems of strange weather are not coming from the reconfiguration of energy due to the position of the planet in the galaxy. They are using these energies to cover what they are doing. However, these energies of the planet are being shifted by the location of the planet in the galaxy. And these energies are making changes also and are bringing some benefit to mankind and the atmosphere surrounding the planet. People are becoming more psychic and connected with the higher realms. It is easier to move evolution of mankind into a higher place at a higher rate of change towards good and also bringing in children of higher frequencies. They have higher frequencies and abilities and perceptions and entities of lower vibration are unable to succeed or take bodies in the Earth's sphere right now. We send love light to liberty as she is a child of the higher energies, and as her name signifies, she's seeking liberty as she comes from a place of liberty, and we send love and light to her. We send love and light to each and every person who asked for personal healing all at the same time. 
and each and every one of you for healing and for that specific area. It's with appreciation that we thank you for your vulnerability to ask. It's the first step in creating a situation for change to be brought through. We send love and light to the Internet the place where information is made available. We send love and light towards making the Internet strong in this manner. We take a look at Syria and the people striving for freedom of expression and to throw off the binding situation. We take all Japan's nuclear reactors and transmutation of radioactive substances. We move through these reactors and work through the radiation and the radioactive particles, and we transmute. And we extend our field to all the radioactive particles and work with the individuals affected to strengthen their system so that they are not so affected. We ask that any area of flooding be receded and the ground to be able to handle it quickly and adequately. We send love and light to any part of anybody listening. We send love and light to Earth for rebirth and strengthening of the grid systems and magnetic fields. We send love and light to the New Madrid Fault that it may take all the water that's moved past it and may remain strong as it's held up. We send love and light to all the people everywhere for continued growth, that they open up their heart channels. We send love and light to the leaders of all the nations to open up their hearts and to have and make different choices. And they have help to see their own future to open up their hearts. We send love and light to farmers everywhere as they are so important. We send love and light to each and every person on the line. And we have a profound appreciation for this connection as we feel like a family who has discovered parts of the family who are on a travel journey and are now in communication with the rest of their family, which is the higher aspect of all. And it's our group, the Elohim and the Ra group. We love each and every one of you more than you can possibly imagine. We leave, but we do not leave. And I found that rather comforting, and I'm going to turn it back to you. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Um, 
I love the variety of topics that we receive within these channeled messages. And it's not only informative, but useful when understanding and addressing the challenges that we face in this density. And you probably noticed how the sources stress the positive end result when they were going over uh, the grid healing. Um, always visualize what you want to happen as if it's already happened. It's already in existence. Now, one of the other suggestions we've received from our sources is to focus on current events on this call. And in the specific case of earthquake and volcanic activity, they suggested that the most beneficial action we can provide is um, to provide calmness to Mother Earth. So we are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. He researches the most current earthquake and volcanic activities. And as she guides us over the Earth's surface, pointing out any areas of concern, let's radiate a passionate intent to calm these highlighted situations. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. A warm welcome to our BBS people and our family here that joins us every night. Um, as we journey around the globe, I'm going to point out the areas of seismic activity and we are going to shower calm down to these areas. But we're not on our own. We're going to invite the spirit of Mother Earth who is quite powerful, and she can even enhance our intention for calm. And, of course, our sources who are with us, we want them as well because they also um, can act upon our request for calm. First place we're going to look at is Hawaii, um, the big island today. 3.0 was the largest, which, of course, isn't really very much to speak of, but we did have this ongoing activity out in the sea. It's actually past um, the known seamount. And there were about seven or eight of them out there today, and there were a lot more yeah. yesterday. So something's erupting. Oh. So let us then calm down yeah. to this area. This is on the southern southeast side of the island. And then, of course, Pahala. Uh, 2.9 was the largest, and then there were two twos <laughs> up on Mauna Loa, and that was all. So total, it was a real good day. Um, it's funny because yesterday I was really guessing about what was causing it, and then I read um, an article that, like me, <laughs> USGS is surmising that there's something going on out there. So we just want to send calm to the island, and everything we can't see. Now we're going to take a quick leap down to look at New Zealand. Now, as busy as this area has been, it's gone quiet. Nothing over a, or, yeah, nothing over a 4.0. Then we're going to actually turn westward along the southern side of the Ring of Fire. We're going to come over to Papua New Guinea, 
where we had a 4.5. And then over to Indonesia, where we had several fours, but the largest was a 4.8. North towards the Philippines, 4.6. And nothing in Japan or Marianas or Taiwan or anything. Go all the way up to where the Kamchatka, where the Aleutian Trench meets with the Kamchatka Trench. It's kind of a sharp angle there. There, um, actually, that is part of Russia, I guess. And we, there's a 4.4 there today. And then following across, not much of anything really happening um, <clears throat> on the Aleutians uh, that are owned by the U.S. And then we had a 2.6. That was the largest on the Aleutians. That was out on Rat Island, which is one of the further out. And then also we had a 2.6 on the mainland. So Alaska has been faring very well recently. So let's send additional calm. And then we're going to move down into Washington. I'm not really sure what is going on in Washington. But, I mean, it's all real low level. But I have to tell you um, that it's a little puzzling. Um, we did have a little activity at Mount Baker, 1.6, and Mount Rainier, 1.2, and there was a couple of little activities um, out towards Vancouver. Of course, that would be Canada, but also in the area just below, just south of the um, U.S. Canada border, and they're calling this Glacier, Washington. And then we're going to move down through um, Oregon. Nothing really was there. We had a couple little ones down in California, which is really having a good day. Um, the geysers, let's just send calm to the geysers. San Andreas, which was really calm today, all the way down to Southern California. We had a 2.4 at the Salton Sea. And then, of course, on the eastern side, we have Long Valley and then uh, Ridgecrest. And just east of Ridgecrest, Bodfish, California, 3.4. That was the largest in the state. And then before we leave the U.S., I do want to um, make mention that there was, you know, once again, this is a new Madrid fault. And it's in Arkansas. And there was a 2.3 at Ravenden Arc, what's called. And here's another one. And this is just north of the uh, 2.3 and 1.4 in Howardville, Missouri. And these two areas are part of New Madrid. And if you listen to what I've been saying, it is rumbling there. We're not sure. I mean, I can only base mine on what the USGS is, and they're not really saying a whole lot. Um, but anyway, then moving over to Elgin, South Carolina again, we did have a little occurrence there. It was very low level. This is the area that was swarming uh, about a week or so ago. Moving down into Mexico, we had a 4.6. El Salvador, 4.7. And then on the other side of the plate, uh, on the 
it was not on the island, but the closest island was Dominica. And this is the leeward island, and it is part of the um, Caribbean plate. Moving back over to South America, it was very quiet. Had a 4.4 in Argentina, and that was all. And then now we're going to zip up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, and we're going to move all the way north to the Greenland Sea area. And there is an island there called Svalbard. It's part of Norway, and they had a 5.9 there just west of the island. It was actually directly on the mid-ridge. And then moving south, nothing reported. I mean, very low levels across Europe. Till we get to the Iran-Iraq border, we had a 4.4. Afghanistan had an interesting day. They had a 5.1 and also a 5.0. And that is it for the earthquakes. Brings us right back out to where we started. Thank you, everyone, for participating, and I'll send you guys back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Now, um, in addition to these geophysical issues that we just addressed with Jennifer, we are also very concerned about many other situations occurring on our planet. So, in Jackie, moment, Jackie, yes, Jackie, yes, yes. Okay. I think Terry's on the line now. Terry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You're there? Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. We're sending you lots of love. Are you there, Terry? Stronger. Terry? Yes. Yes, we I'm hear here. her, Wynn. Yeah, we hear her. You heard her. Okay. She's there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's take a moment as a group and just send her this loving energy that we all have for her and ask our sources to ride on that energy and to do whatever they can to bring her back into her joyous, beautiful, healthy, loving state. Okay? Is that okay with you, Terry? Hello, Terry. Okay. So let's just do that. We're going to just all send you healing energy right now in silence. Okay? What? What? Can you hear me? Yes. We're all going to send you healing energy right now for a minute. Okay? Okay. okay. And you know that that um, thing that Bonnie read about our sources and how they were sending energy, you know, it's hard to believe that we're... We're talking to a group that can do that until you pay attention to our calls for a while and have your own personal experience. 
And it's one of the reasons all these people are on the call, that I think almost all of them have had some way form the experience that it's real. So when we send this group energy, we ask our sources to ride with it, bring this energy into Terry. And Terry, please open up and receive it, okay? Right now. Terry, I see you being healed right now. You are healed right now. Okay, um, thank you, Terry, and um, I just drove over. I'm in the parking lot, and uh, I'll manage my way up into the room, and uh, I'll turn it over to Jackie. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wynn, and thank you all for flooding Terry with all that love light and healing energy. So um, when Wynn gets, gets back to us, he will take us on his guided visualization. But right now, the phone lines are going to be unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the yes. light. Always, always keeping in mind that free will and the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And if you're... If you're on BBS radio or listening to a replay, this is what? also when you can put forth your personal concerns. And I'd like to thank you all for your contributions and your service tonight. <coughs> Unmuted. Unmuted. Tom and... San Jose, support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell for the films 2000 Mules, and Rig 2020. Thank you. This is Judy in Camp Verde, Arizona. I just uh, I heard about this fire that was going on near Sedona, Arizona, and... Um, I got a pretty good report today, and I wanted to report about it and ask that it be put into the love light. And um, it started on Friday, and it was from lightning, because we've had quite a few little thunderstorms on here, where we get a lot of thunder, lightning, and everything, and it pours for about an hour or something. 
and it's part of the monsoon season, I guess. But it's in a forest that is, uh, I guess, northeast of Sedona. And I see, I think they said about... Addressing it to mail. What? I don't know what he said, but anyway, it was measured at um, 106 acres at 2 p.m. And then the wind shifted. See, we've been getting these high winds coming in. And um, that's between that and uh, the lightning, I guess, that originally started to get it. And then it keeps changing directions because of the high winds. So I'm just asking uh, to put it in the light. And, uh, and so far, it hasn't contact with a building of any kind or any people or anything like that. So just more concerned about the animals in the forest and hope they get away right at this moment, but also want to make sure that it doesn't go near any populated areas. Thank you so much. Anyone else before Hannah, Jennifer goes to the healing list? This is Nixon from our tabletop. And I put Terry and Wynn in the light and hope that you know that my my help is conveyed to them. I also put the group in the light. Hi, Charmananda. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm praying for uh, rain, and I realize it's raining right now here in California. We really need a lot of rain. Mm -hmm. So if everyone could visualize it being raining right now, that'd be great. And uh, also, uh, love and light to everyone, and especially Terry for a healing now. Thank you. So Jennifer, please go ahead. <clears throat> Thank you, Hyde. I'd like to put everybody on this call onto our healing list, including, of course, our BBS listeners. And whatever you, you need, you can address it with the Elohim. They will guide you. They will guide you. They won't answer your question with a yes, do this, or yes, do that. But they will help. I have some names I would like to put in the light for a little bit of extra prayer, and that is Cecil and Betty, Lauren in Washington, Cecil and Betty are also in Washington, Joe T. in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Jackie and Julian, that's the lovely lady who does the intros, Antonio Jr., Antonio Sr., and Abby in California, Maxalina in Ojai, Morning Sky in Oregon, Kathleen, our friend in Vermont, Bonnie in Corona, California, Prudy in uh, North Carolina, Linda Chamberlain, a friend of Judy's, she needs our prayers. And my brother-in-law, Andy, who has just diagnosed throat and lung cancer, never smoked. And Monica Edwards in Washington. And my partner, Tom. And I'd like to put myself in the love light again tonight. 
um, I want to say thank you to the Elohim. My nausea is a lot less, but I would like it to be gone. <laughs> and then, of course, last but not least, Wynn and Terry. We love you both, and we're sending lots of love light for Terry to get herself back together again. And when I don't know how you've done all this, <laughs> sleeping in your car, all kinds of crazy things you do. And we just want to send you love light that you can be able to continue this in good health. And that's all. I want to say thank you, everyone. And thank you to our sources. Thank you. Muted. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. So right now, I'm in the room with Terry. And she's kind of, he hasn't out with the phone to her here. Hi, Terry. And, uh, I'm going to do our visualization. I'm also going to hold her hand. Okay, here we go. Um, you know, like I said earlier, it's hard to believe that we're actually doing what we're doing. And you have to pay attention and watch it, listen to them to the channeling, hear people's experiences who are being helped, and otherwise it's like you'll dismiss it, like we're a bunch of wackos, and man, it took me three years of talking to them and watching things to say, oh my God, it's real. And most of you know that Elohim is one of the words for God in the Old Testament. And the word the Mormons use for God. And, and, and the way they express themselves to us is not to be worshipped, but to be friends. And they actually can become your friend. And all you have to do is keep showing up and being open to it. So we're going to work with them as friends and all of each other as friends in service to our planet right now. And we see, we see our group energy surrounding our planet. And we see ourselves being cosmic repeater stations, repeating the love light energy that flows through the universe, down through our positioning and to the surface of our planet. And that we can uplift every area that's open to be uplifted. And we particularly include the humans who are service to others, 
the children and the young people that they get the experiences to gain wisdom and discernment so they can be the true leaders of tomorrow of the animals and the pets particularly the pets who help keep their owners chakras open all the plant life on our planet the trees the bushes and the grass that take in the love light from the higher dimensions run it through their bodies their plant bodies through their roots and into the earth the rocks the minerals and the crystals that have very powerful matrixes that can hold this energy for very long periods of time once they've absorbed it. We go to the insects on our planet particularly the insects that are part of the balance of nature. And we ask for the preservation of those species, particularly the bees. We go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. We go through the surface of the earth where we meet the energy field of our planet or the soul of our planet which is huge which <laughs> covers the entire interior <laughs> and that's Terry in the background and uh, extends through the exterior and the earth suffers because she has to process all the life on the planet particularly the humans and we send healing energy to Mother Earth and gratitude for giving us this opportunity to have bodies on our planet. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in potential volcanoes and earthquakes, and we send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the Earth. And Jennifer worked on all the earthquakes and volcanoes in the last 24 hours. And we are working with the potential events in the future. And we go to the earthquake zones and we send columns of light to help balance the seismic plates and the unrest that creates earthquakes and volcanoes. We start off with the Ring of Fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. We send down a huge column of light that covers all of those coastal lines from Asia, Australia, to Alaska, North America, Central America, and South America. We send calm energy also to vulnerable islands in the Pacific. 
We go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states. We send down a column of light, hundreds of miles in diameter, penetrating through the ground and bringing calm energy to all of the potential earthquakes and volcanoes. We go to the Mid-Atlantic Fault Line, which stretches from the North Pole down the middle of the Atlantic Ocean as far south as the tip of South America. And we send calm energy along this entire fault line, penetrating through the water and into the ground underneath the water, bringing calm energy to every vulnerable spot. We ask our sources to help locate any other potential earthquakes and volcanoes anywhere on the planet and send this calm energy and that any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth is, has to release stress might happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to other out-of-balance situations on our planet. We start off with the coronavirus, its mutations, and any other contagious pathogens that are in existence right now are coming about in the future. And we ask to render it all harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans. We ask they can be strengthened. We go to the pathogens and toxins in vaccines and ask that they can be transmuted. We go to the awareness of humans, to what's going on on our planet, and that they can see the difference between the media, which doesn't usually report the truth, and the television, and find the sources of information that are bringing truth, which are everywhere. And if you're not aware, you can start off looking up rumble.com. It's a video site like YouTube that doesn't censor anything. And just do search words like COVID, et cetera, et cetera, and see what comes up. We go to the awareness of humans and ask for increased awareness to the positive sources in the higher dimensions that have the ability to help us and project energy and shift things. Uh, but they need to be asked, and it needs to be for the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will. We go to the people who suffer on our planet for whatever reason, and we ask to send the Christ energy to be available to them, to have the opportunity to lift a 
on our planet. And we ask for rain, particularly in populated areas, in areas where crops are being grown, and in areas where animals are dependent on water holes. We go to the governments of our planet, and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe, protected, and cared for. We go to those countries and groups that are adversarial. We ask that they can settle their differences nonviolently. We take a moment and we focus this energy on Ukraine and Russia for this war that's happening in Ukraine and ask that it can be settled for the highest good. We go to interventions, and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for all toxic materials anywhere on our planet to be transmuted. Radioactivity, chemtrails, nanobots, Radio frequency waves, um, microwaves, and 5G. Anything in food, air, water, or medicine transmuted. Finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We come back from our group connection and move into our own home. And we see this energy that flows through the universe landing on our rooftop where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we invite this energy into our home and ask that it flows through every cubic foot of our home, lifting the vibration, transmuting negativity, touching everyone who's in our home, in your home. It's open to being touched. Send this energy through the outer, the outside, the outer walls of creating a protective filter that only lets positive energy through. We send this energy through our body, through our chakra system, opening us up, transmuting traumas, obstruction, past life karma, which no longer helpful. and activating our DNA. Remind you that you're each an aspect of the one infinite creator, temporarily experiencing each physical body on planet Earth. And you're 
higher vibrations of the universe in this 3D attractive world we live in. And on that note, we're going to end the verbal part of our call. And we're leaving the lines open on our conference calls. But if you want to stay on and hold this energy, you can. If you're on BBS and you want to learn more about our work, go to thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net, where we have a couple thousand archives of past calls. We also have all the phone numbers of our current calls. And if you start coming into our calls regularly, your life will change. And on that note, I thank everyone for listening and being here. Thank BBS, and I thank everyone who's volunteering to make whole planet healing possible. And we will see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.